If you want an immediate boost of happiness, there is one happiness trigger that will always deliver. In fact, I feel certain that by the end of this podcast, you will feel happier if you practice this one thing. Coming up next on the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, I'm going to share with you not just the definition of gratitude, but as we head into this week of Thanksgiving, how you can express gratitude in a unique way to someone in your life, strengthen your relationship, and boost all of those feel-good, positive emotions. If you've landed here on this podcast, then I already know two things about you. One, you've probably already accomplished amazing things. And two, you're interested in learning more about improving your personal level of success. This is the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, and I'm your host, Valerie Burton. I'm a personal and executive coach, best-selling author of more than a dozen books, and founder of the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute. Are you ready to close the gap between where you are now and where you really want to be? Then let's dive into today's episode. So we hear a lot about gratitude, but... As we head into Thanksgiving week, if you're listening other than Thanksgiving week, just go with the flow on this. As we head into Thanksgiving week, I want to talk about gratitude and specifically one gratitude tool that is simple and can be so very powerful. It's called a gratitude letter. But I want to start talking about gratitude because it's one of the things that can almost immediately shift how we feel. So it's one that I come back to again and again because it's quick, it's powerful, it's sincere, and well, it's actually one of my top strengths. I can't help myself. <laughs> I'm a super grateful person. I was raised by super grateful people, and I just, I appreciate the, just the gifts, the blessings that are in my life, oftentimes ones that are through no work of my own. And so I'm going to start with this. What is gratitude? When I was in grad school in applied positive psychology at the University of Pennsylvania, we had a lecturer come in named Bob Emmons, and he wrote a book simply called Thanks. He does, has done tons of research in the area of gratitude, and I found that book to be really eye-opening. But there's an interesting definition that he and, and researchers that he's worked with give that gratitude comes in two steps. One, it is the recognition that we have obtained a positive outcome in some area. So whether it is the simple recognition that, oh, wow, I just got this promotion or, wow, this money showed up unexpectedly. I wasn't expecting that this month. You know, my goodness, I have some really great family members and people that listen to me like those are positive outcomes, right? It might be that you did great on a presentation or that you recovered, you were feeling sick. It could be any number of things. But the first part of gratitude is simply recognizing that there is a, a blessing, there is good fortune, there is a positive outcome that has occurred in your life. The second is one I think that can be easy for us to not notice as a distinction that gratitude does. Gratitude is also a recognition that there are external forces that are responsible for the positive outcome that you have experienced. So 
this takes a bit of humility, recognizing that good things that come your way aren't always just because you did something, but it is forces beyond you. As a woman of faith, I'm often just feeling grateful because God has blessed me with something, like it's divine orchestration. Sometimes there are things I simply cannot explain any other way. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for favor. I'm grateful for health. I'm grateful for people in my life. I'm grateful for just literally where I am. Like none of us has, you know, anything to do with where we are born or the family that we are born into. And if there are good things about that, it's worthy of being grateful for. That's an external force. You have nothing whatsoever to do with, and yet you have benefited from it. But it's not just faith, it's people, (laughs) right? External forces can be people. People who, because they simply decided to do something good, to do something kind, to give you something or sacrifice something or whatever it is they did, it wasn't your choice. It was their choice. External forces. So it's the recognition, not only that something positive has happened, but the recognition that there are forces beyond you that helped enable it to happen. And my goodness, that's something to celebrate. That is something good. Oftentimes, our lives can get very busy. Um, It can be very tempting and unfortunately very easy to take for granted the good things in your life. And that's a problem because when we begin taking things for granted, we can become cynical. We can become entitled. We can actually cause harm and damage in relationships, we can become demanding. So a lack of gratitude can actually create a lot of negative emotion and negative dynamics in your life and in your relationships, even if you're not doing it on purpose. I mean, some people are just ungrateful. (laughs) You've probably known some in your own life, right? But sometimes we can simply be ungrateful. When we stop taking those things for granted, we recognize just how blessed, fortunate we are. So the problem that can be created when we're not expressing gratitude can create just simply a lot of negative emotion and negative dynamics. And humility really is uh, an important component of being able to be grateful, recognizing that it's not all about us, that we don't, we aren't solely responsible for the good things that happen in our lives. And so it's other-oriented, that sense of gratitude. And being other-oriented is a resilient strength because relationships help make us resilient. And one of the best ways to strengthen our relationships is to be authentically grateful to the people in your lives in your life. So I want you to think about for a moment, who comes to mind? Perhaps it's just over the course of this year, who has been instrumental in some way 
in making your life better. <laughs> maybe it's someone at work. Maybe it's someone at home. Maybe it's a neighbor. Maybe it is a close family member. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's even someone that you don't actually have lots of conversations with, but they actually have an impact in your life. Perhaps they've provided some inspiration. Perhaps there's some s- simple thing for them that they did, but it made a big difference for you. I want to invite you this Thanksgiving week to consider writing a gratitude letter. This is one of my favorite positive psychology interventions. <laughs> one of the things I first learned when I was when I first began studying positive psychology. And so I'm going to give you just a few steps to do this. A gratitude letter is when you simply write a letter of gratitude that is specific about what you're grateful for to someone in your life. And there's a simple way to do it. It's it's just a way for you to express and actually reflect on what you're grateful for. This is for expressing your appreciation, but understand not only will it likely produce positive emotion for the person that you give it to, but it will also produce positive emotion for you as you are expressing that sense of gratitude. So number one, just set aside some time. It could be 10, 15 minutes. doesn't need to be much time. Schedule it in. Think right now about when you could do that. Secondly, I want you to think in a very specific way about how this person has had an impact on your life. I am writing a gratitude letter this week to my mom. And there are many things I could be grateful to her about, but I'm actually writing the gratitude letter specifically about my mother's just consistent long-term support in my business. My mother is the longest serving person in my business. She's been working for Inspire Inc. This year might be 20 years. I can't remember if it was late 03 or early 04, but it's been a very, very long time. And so you can choose something very specific that that person has done and then reflect on specific instances that you're uniquely grateful for. For example, I'll give you a simple one. People have often figured out that my mother is someone very close to me by how intentional she has been around making sure things go well. I remember the very first time this occurred, it was probably around 2005, I had a speaking engagement for a church in outside of Detroit. C-Tab is the, is the nickname, if there are any from there, Christian Tabernacle. I showed up at the hotel and the person assigned to help me, Bridget, was just incredible. And she, when I first met her, she walked up and she said, um, I don't know who Leon is, but she followed up so diligently and she was so concerned about making sure your books got here and that we made sure that everything was taken care of, that we had written, that we had read the instructions to ask if we needed anything. She just went on about it. <laughs> and I go, oh, that's my mom. And the look on her face was like a puzzle had just been solved. She goes, oh, that makes complete sense because I knew that whoever this person was really cared about you. So that's in my gratitude letter because it's a specific example of how she's impacted my business. Over and over again, 
She has looked ahead. She has seen problems on the horizon and brought them to my attention where we could, it was early enough for us to do something about it. She's just on top of things. And I appreciate it. Why? Because things wouldn't be as smooth without her. I appreciate it because I know that when my mom was my age, her mom wasn't around anymore. And so I don't take for granted that I have my mom. And so a gratitude letter allows you to really reflect on what it is that you are grateful for, not only about that person, but perhaps other forces at work that have allowed you to be in connection, in relationship with that person and the ways in which they have impacted your life. So be specific. If it's a coworker, think about that project specifically that they helped you with and recall it. <laughs> Describe how you were feeling and what it is that they did and how that made a difference. Be specific so that they understand what it meant to you and why it was so important that it was them that did whatever it is that they did for you. What were the strengths that you see? What are themes that you see? Things they do seem to do naturally and over and over again that are worthy of celebration. So you're going to set aside some time. You're going to be very specific and write, you know, even if it's just a one instance that you write and you detail that story, and then you talk about what it meant to you and why it was important. Maybe you've got two or three if you've got the time to write those out. Then secondly, actually print out your letter. I know this day and age, everything's digital. <laughs> you know, we tend not, not to um, print things as much or mail them, but give it to them because this gives them an opportunity to reread it whenever they want and experience more of those positive emotions. It becomes the gift that just keeps on giving. And so present it to them. You might even make it really nice. Maybe you frame it or you print it in a really nice way. Now, if they aren't close and you're not going to be able to see them in person, mail it to them. But if you are, then consider reading it aloud. <laughs> if you're going to see them on Thanksgiving, read it to them on Thanksgiving. But don't make that an excuse to not send it if you're not going to be in person or to not do this. In the ideal for the most impact, the research shows that a gratitude letter should be read aloud. Read it to them. Read them the letter. There's something really powerful about hearing someone express gratitude to you. And so this can just multiply, multiply those positive emotions. So that's it. Set aside the time. Think very specifically about a, an instance or instances that exemplify why you're grateful. Explain what that meant to you, what you see in them, and share that. Print it and present it. And if at all possible, read it out loud to them. If you can't be there in person, you can always call them. You can always... FaceTime or Zoom or whatever, so that they can hear you and maybe even see you as you express that sense of gratitude. So that's it. One of my favorite exercises for boosting positive emotion is expressing gratitude. And we can do that on an everyday basis. 
right? But a specific way that you could try this week is writing a gratitude letter. Decide who that's going to be for, when you're going to do it, and then have fun doing it. We can be so intentional when we choose to about boosting our levels of happiness. And as I say often, positive emotion is a success strategy. (laughs) When we experience more positive emotion, we're more creative, we make better decisions, we persevere more, we improve and strengthen the bonds of our relationships. Successful women cultivate positive emotion. And this is a very, very simple way to do that. Now, I want to make sure if you haven't heard about it already, I also share with you that we've got uh, at the CAP Institute, the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute, where we talk lots about all these positive psychology tools. We've got a coach training intensive coming up December 2nd through 4th. So if you've ever thought about coaching or incorporating coaching into your leadership toolkit or maybe even becoming a personal or executive coach, This is the first step in the process and a part of our now accredited coach training program accredited by the International Coaching Federation. So it's a three-day event. Check out the details at capinstitute.com. That's C-A-P-P institute.com. I would love for you to join us. Uh, It's live. It's virtual. So you can join from anywhere in the world. And we've literally had people join from 27 countries in every single state in the U.S. So literally anywhere in the world, you can join us uh, December 2nd through the 4th. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, how far you go is largely determined by how much you are willing to grow. I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. My goal with this podcast is to give you bite-sized strategies to help you close the gap between where you are and where you really want to be. But if you're looking for some more in-depth help, then I invite you to join us in the Successful Women's Academy. Each month in SWA, I give you the tools you need to coach yourself to conquer the fears, habits, and distractions that threaten to get in the way of your biggest dreams sabotage your joy and keep you from being the best version of yourself. You can find out more by visiting ValerieBurton.com forward slash SWA. I'll see you in the next episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast.